Welcome back to another episode of the Successful Driver Podcast here in the Clear Simple Used Truck Buying Studio uh, and having a conversation here with CG Souza of Souza Trucking. CG, my man, excited to talk to you. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for asking me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're thrilled to be talking with you and we got a lot to cover with you and uh, but we, you know, kind of first off, we just like to ask. Let's. I want to hear your 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 story. Uh, the, the your story in the trucking industry. Just want to hear a little about you, and then how you've got to this point. Awesome. Well, you know, it's a it's a it's a family deal. Um, I'm actually the third generation driver. My grandfather drove, you know, way back in the early uh, 30s and so forth. Uh, my dad. Uh, actually started driving when he was 16. Mm. Uh, you know, had a GMC. V8 gas with a 20 foot bed on it. You know, that was the big dog of the industry <laughs> back then. And I believe that was, uh, let's see, that would have been in 1952, I believe. And uh, they were hauling hay out of Arizona and then, you know, started uh, doing piggybacks back and forth from California. You know, the, the quote unquote lettuce tramps for the old timers that would know what that means. And, uh, you know, yeah, so that's how that came about. Uh, and it's funny because my dad met uh, my mom at a truck stop. She was a waitress there and uh, in, in Tucson. And, you know, they, they got together, moved out to California. And then uh, me and my brother came along and I've grown up in the trucking since, you know, I was a baby, really. Um, the the fellow drivers my dad had would joke around saying he put diesel in my baby bottle because I, <laughs> I was on that truck constantly every summer break. I mean, that was my thing. You know, summer break came along. I got to go on the truck with dad and I was a happy camper. And uh, less it's just it's just literally it's been in my blood. Um, I took a little break. Uh, uh, well, let's see, back in 2002, 2000. Um, but you know, <laughs> you can take the, tr the, the driver out of the truck, but you can't take the truck out of the driver. So I, I ventured back towards it and, uh, and kind of here we are in this, you know, present day of what I'm doing now with hauling cars and stuff. And so that's kind of the, the history of how I got into trucking. Uh, and now I'm proud to say, you know, my, my oldest boy has joined me, so he'll mm -hmm. be the fourth generation in our family to drive truck and, and do his thing. And I have, uh, have two little boys, uh, four and three that. I mean, I, we stop, I go outside, they're like right there. They want to climb in the truck. So I, I don't think they're going to have a prayer. So <laughs> I, I think the Sosa, the Sosa Dave is going to live on in the trucking industry for quite a while. Well, yeah, I mean, your life, your entire life is the trucking industry. Like you don't know anything different than being around this industry. So, I mean, I, it sounds like, cause I mean, you, you started with your grandpa, you know? So, I mean, you don't really know much outside of this industry as far as, you know, life without it. So I'm very interested, you know, you've got to see it for your entirety of your life. And, you know, what do you think, you know, your third generation, what do you think makes a successful truck driver? Well, you know, um, you know, they, there's a bunch of different components, but you know, the main thing, uh, I, I honestly, you know, and it, is that you really got to enjoy the trucking industry, you know, um, guys that, that come in and say, Oh, well, you know, I can make all this money just by driving from here to here, you know, that that's a job, but it's not, you know, a sexual career, like, you know, like what I've made it, um, you know, obviously, you know, you got to keep, you got to keep grinding because there's been a lot of ups and downs of the trucking industry in the last, you know, 30 years that I've been involved in it. And it's just, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's just plain and simple. It's, you know, you've got to be in your blood. You got to, it's, it's kind of more of a lifestyle than just a, 
you know, a job or a paycheck to really be successful at it. You know, it's, it's one of those things you just got to jump in with both feet, embrace the whole thing and, and go for it, you know, and just, mm-hmm. just keep on it. You know, it, it's with the way the trucking industry is changing so much, especially lately in the last, what, 10 years with all the, the ARB and all that other stuff. It's, uh, you know, if you don't really love what you're doing and keep it on top of it, it's going to swallow you up and spit you out. Yeah, yeah that's, no. that's really the bottom line. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's great advice. You know, so let's, I want to hear a little bit about your business now. What are you up to? Are, are you, are you managing, you know, a, a small fleet? Is it just you? What, what, what's your, what's your situation look like with Soza trucking right now? Well, right now, well, when I first started, I, I actually, was, I was driving for my dad. My dad had a, 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 a small fleet of really owner operators. Um, and we did a lot of flatbed work, uh, that sort of thing. It's kind of what I grew up on was doing flatbed work with doubles, hay, freight, that sort of thing. Um, uh, when I, when my dad decided to retire and we kind of decided to get rid of that, I went and started doing uh, dry vans. I did a little bit of reefer, um, stuff like that. And just didn't quite fit into my personality, I should say. Um, and now well, back in 2016, um, I bought a truck, uh, my, my KW that I have now was originally a two axle. And I got leased on with a guy that was doing um, commodities with bottom dumps, you know, clay, stuff like that. And that didn't fit my personality either. <laughs> it was way too dirty for me. It just didn't, didn't, didn't like the gig, didn't like the pay, that sort of thing. So um, I was going to go back to doing flatbed stuff um, and that didn't work out. I found myself out of work for I don't know, probably about a month, month and a half. And funny on Facebook, a friend of mine I went to high school with was talking about cars, gave him a call. We talked for well, a couple hours, and by the end of the conversation, I started pulling one of his traders at the at the end of the week, and that's how I got into to moving cars. Mm. And uh, so, started doing that. Really enjoyed the gig. Uh, I'm like, okay, so I stretched my truck out to a three axle to help me out with you know doing the cars. Um, at the end of 2016, beginning of 2017, uh, I became partners with them, business partners with them. Um, and that was not didn't go well. <laughs> uh, that lasted only two years, almost to the day. Um, after the first year, knowing you know how many cars we're moving, I'm thinking you know this isn't numbers ain't adding up. Um, that's one of the things you you asked me earlier about being successful. You really got to know your numbers, where the money's going. Mm. And then uh, in the second year, after doing a lot of investigating, long story short, he was taking money out the the back end of it, and nothing was coming towards towards my end. So. Uh, we went our separate ways and uh, I stayed with, with the cars. I bought one of the traders out from the company and I started doing my own thing. So mm-hmm. that was in uh, January of 2017. Um, now here, you know, early 22, uh, I have uh, four Catrell uh, car haulers, trailers. Um, I have three owner operators and then uh, my truck. Uh, I just bought a new uh, W900. I actually picked it up a couple weeks ago. Uh, which is in the shop now, getting a few touches to it. That nice. that I, you know, <laughs> I won't lie. I'm making it pretty. <laughs> and, uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'll have that done before uh, uh, my truck show in June, and we'll kind of unveil it there. And I have a new trailer coming for that, so uh, that'll make number five. And uh, we're 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 rolling. We've been rolling like that ever since 2017. You know, it's. It's funny when the money quits going out the back door, how much money you have to spend on equipment and mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that. So, so yeah. 
What's the, uh, what's the difference between, you know, managing one truck as an OO and, and five trucks? What's the difference from a business perspective and from your perspective? A lot less sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I guess the, well, the main difference is, is, is when you're just dealing with yourself, uh, you know what you can do, you know what you can handle and, and you, you dispatch your, yourself accordingly. Uh, when you have other drivers or owner operators, you know, they don't necessarily do things the way you do. So you have to learn how to dispatch for each driver. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest differences between that and, and, you know, having somebody else you have to worry about, you know, what I know I could do, not necessarily what somebody else could do. So, you know, so I have to dispatch accordingly. And sometimes that can be difficult with my mentality on, you know, being an owner operator, as long as I have, you know, knowing what you got to do to make money. It's, it's a little frustrating for me sometimes because I'm thinking, okay, this will work here. This will work there. It works out great. And then they, then it doesn't go that way, you know? So that's probably the biggest challenge is learning how to dispatch according to each individual driver's personality and work ethic to make everything work. Well, that's, that's really, really good stuff. And there's, there's definitely people that, that listen to that, this, that are in your, in those shoes. So I just really wanted to ask you that, um, you know, I know that you've been through some stuff in the last five years. I know you've kind of, uh, you know, turned it into something beautiful in some ways. Uh, I, if you, if you wouldn't mind kind of hearing about your son and, and that story, um, if you mind sharing, I'd love to, to let people kind of hear about what you're doing now and, and some of the stuff that's happened in the last few years. No, no, not a problem. Well, in, uh, September of 2016, um, my son and, and my wife were actually heading to a tutoring for my son's dyslexia. My, my youngest son was diagnosed with dyslexia in, uh, 2014. And so the only place we there was to help him was uh, in a you know, the nearby town of Denair, which is about 25 miles north of where, where we live. Um, on the way to the tutoring program, uh, my wife had a seizure and uh, lost control of the car, and and both of them were killed on on the freeway on the way to their tutoring. This was in September of 2016. Um, yeah, it. Uh, it's a it's a it's a pretty uh, pretty downer, you know. It's uh, it's something else when you when you lose two people in your life instantly like that, uh, especially a child. Um, that's probably been one of my biggest uh, obstacles in my life to get through that. Um, I don't ever say get over it. You know, the best advice I got was uh, from another friend of mine who lost a child, and he said, "Look, don't don't think you're going to get over it because you're not. You learn to live with it." And he goes, "As soon as you this." sooner you accept how to learn to live with it, the better off you'll be. And that was the best advice I ever got. And so that's what I did. And uh, part of the way of, of learning to live with it is, is keeping their memory alive, keeping my son's memory alive and doing something, you know, in his, you know, presence of, you know, the whole reason why he was on the freeway at that time, you know, so nobody else would have to, you know, kind of go through that. So mm -hmm. uh, with that, being said, and with that, uh, uh, what has happened, uh, the Sosa Memorial Truck Show is has come to come to life. Um, my uh, and my son was, I mean, he he loved going on the truck with me. You know, I, I still got pictures of him. Uh, you know, helping me load uh, his uh, actually his 18th birthday was just this last Monday, mm. and uh, uh, a memory came up on my uh, Facebook with him in the truck with me uh, doing the trucker wave. You know. And so it just kind of, you know, it's stuff like that makes you smile. It's like, you know, what I'm doing is, is, is the right thing to do, you know, in his honor. 
And so, so yeah, so the Sosa Memorial Truck Show uh, last year was our first year. Um, everything I'm doing that is for dyslexia. Uh, Merced County does not recognize dyslexia as a problem, uh, which obviously I totally disagree with. You know, I have dyslexia myself. Uh, so I figure what better way is to try to bring not only awareness, but help to students in Merced County, where I live, mm -hmm. so they don't have to go travel, you know, to go get tutoring and special help and stuff like that. So uh, that's what we're doing. And that's the whole reason why I'm doing this truck show is is basically for that to help kids in our community that don't have the resources to go out of town, don't have the money to pay out of their pocket to get uh, evaluations and to get uh, tutoring to get that straightened out. Uh, so it's all been revolving around that. So, <clears throat> so, uh, anybody that wanting to get involved with this, how can they get involved with this charity? Easy. Uh, with one, you can shoot me an email, uh, Sosa Memorial truck show at hotmail.com. Pretty simple. Uh, our, uh, we have our website up now. The website's mainly geared towards, uh, the truck show currently right now. Um, and that's Merced or Sosa Memorial truck show.com. Um, but the easiest way would be just shoot me an email uh, or you can go on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Sosa Memorial Truck Show. <laughs> Real simple, all the same uh, to get a hold of me uh, in any of those three avenues. Um, we are uh, the, the, oh, sorry. The email is at Sosa Memorial Truck Show at Yahoo. So okay. I've been correct. I've been corrected by my better half in the background. <laughs> 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 Thank goodness for her. She keeps me straight. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to come out and help, uh, again, if you know, you want to come out and see the truck show, if you want to bring your truck out, uh, last year, uh, we had, we had over a hundred trucks last year, uh, for the first show, which I was ecstatic with, um, once we got done paying all the bills and everything else, we were just over $19,000. Um, so that $19,000 now, uh, has completely made us legit. We are, uh, now have the, um, so uh, AJ Souza Dyslexia Foundation, uh, which we just got uh, our paperwork from the state on that. So that's a completely legit uh, corporation company. Um, we are filing for our nonprofit 5013C. Uh, hopefully I'll have that done before uh, this next truck show, which will be great because then that way we can really hit the ground running. Uh, so now that all that red tape and stuff is done, uh, hopefully this year we can get in, get some kids in and get them, you know, get them help and, to get them evaluated and get them on the, on the right track, especially for their schooling and everything else. So, so when is the next show? The next show is June 24th, 25th and 26th. Wonderful. So Wonderful. last weekend of June, Merced County fairgrounds. Well, hopefully we can get some people out there and hopefully some people will, will listen to this and, and want to, you know, take, take action. CG, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Uh, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your insight. Really appreciate your time and best of luck. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, sir. I do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I, it's, it's nice that, you know, people want to come and find out, you know, more insight of, of what we do in the trucking industry. And I'm glad I can help out with that. Well, you absolutely have today and it, it means a lot. That is going to do it for another episode of the Successful Driver Podcast. Thank you to CG Souza, Souza Trucking. We'll catch you later.